You are listening to ACPN. Video, this is Russ. Do you have that one with that guy who was in that movie that was out last year? <sighs> Hello and welcome to the Emerald City Video Podcast. This is uh, an episode of the new release wall once again, and once again, a Halloween special uh, episode following on the heels of Monster Party. <laughs> so, we're- which again, I still think of my, I still am like, wait, we did Monsters Ball, we did the one with Halloween, <laughs> and they're like, oh no, very different film. Yeah, <laughs> much less but Billy Bob Thornton sex. That's true, very true, <laughs> and and arguably a better film for it. I, I would say so. Yes, quite so. Uh, today, however, we are talking about President Evil, yeah. which is a parody of Halloween, where instead of wearing a William Shatner mask, the killer wears a <laughs> Donald Trump mask and targets minorities. Mm-hmm. And uh, and has a, a title that is a parody of something unrelated to Donald Trump or Halloween, okay. just another horror franchise. Uh, Zach, what are your opening thoughts? <laughs> as as I as I had previ- as I previously said, my first note on this was weird, weird, weird. Um, and but that was kind of only in the first um, the first I'd say fifteen fifteen minutes or so, kind of. Uh, Because unlike most of these horror, um, I mean, I think they've started doing kind of origin stories now. I'm not like a huge slasher film person, so I don't know what they're like now. But uh, like the older ones, you know, for the most part, they kind of just dive into the world um, and don't don't give a backstory or or an origin story to the um, the evil person, uh, whether that be Jason, Freddy or other things um uh, and uh, but this one this one does uh which kind of allows for it to be like wait, what is going on here <laughs> well and it uh gives us a vladimir putin stand in playing the yep. the role of donald pleasant slash malcolm mcdowell from halloween <laughs> i will say by the way literally took me to the end of the film to realize oh it was it's a putin stand-in because i was like okay so this is like who is this is this um um it, like which like eastern european um kind of person is this just like a random uh eastern european person um that is supposed to be a stand-in because i like i didn't make the connection with uh, him until basically until he was shirtless um <laughs> and then i'm like oh i made it early on because of the collusion joke but yeah, yeah, no, I, I literally have the note from the collusion, um, but I don't, ha- I didn't, uh, um, <laughs> I, I still somehow didn't make the connection because uh, every other one is relatively um, right on the nose, like Sheriff Mueller um, yeah. <laughs> and things like that. Uh, so uh, I guess I wasn't looking deep enough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, I was, uh, my my thing is it, it, he reminded me of like Corey Lewandowski or any of those sc- creepy like skinhead dudes who have yeah. come and gone from the administration yeah yeah um i think you liked the, the movie better than i did i i yeah. never quite got into it mm-hmm. uh i know i saw you tweet that you really dug it i i for me i i think i agree with your your very first assessment from you sent me a, a message about five <laughs> minutes in that was like this needs to be a short film and not a feature yeah yeah. Like there, there's there's some fun stuff here, and certainly I didn't hate it, 
but it just for me it like never rose above the level of being like a not another teen movie or like a mad tv kind yeah. of you yeah, know yeah. yeah like i mean it, it felt like a, a college humor um like that sort of kind of yeah. world of of sketches yeah. where we're like oh we're gonna do this bit and it really needed to be like i think you could have had a 20 minute film here um and it would have been it would have been about as funny as kind of if you just condense this film um because i mean i, I don't know personally like I, I every single i i kind of like got into it like i i think that 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 also helps is that as long as you don't like it took about 25 minutes to get into the film and uh which is you know way more time than necessarily it sh you should um but uh like if this was just on tv i'm not quite sure if i would have kept uh, yeah. would have made it that far in but since we were specifically reviewing it and you know obviously yeah. you have to finish a film to talk about it um i i kind of got wrapped up in the complete fucking absurdity of mm. so much of the stuff and it was just like i think that almost every line of dialogue like past like minute 40 was was a reference like oh yeah and, and that was just like for obviously you know i'm always more i'm more political like I'm more politically minded while you're more movie minded and mm -hmm. vice, you know, vice versa. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like I enjoyed it in that way. And I think that if you're uh, I think that if you're a liberal lefty type person uh, that kind of like delves in like the absurdity of how, just like how far gone we are yeah, um, yeah. right now. I mean, especially considering, you know, I mean, they're talking about DACA, they're talking about DACA mm -hmm. students. They're talking about, uh, um, uh god they're talking about birthright citizenship which is literally a thing that like yeah yeah we talked about today is a thing so and like that was not a thing when whenever this film was was written or filmed right. or whatever they, that they were always joke they were always kind of talking about it and kind of poking at the idea but mm -hmm. the right wing was not seriously talking about like some sort of presidential thing and uh um i had also like literally just before this uh, I had been watching uh, the purge, um, the uh, not the most recent one, but election year, um, election year purge, which is the mm -hmm. one about the candidate who wants to ban the purge and whatever. Um, and and it also has like a lot of these kind of overtones of not obviously not specifically Donald Trump, because I think it was too early, if I remember correctly, but uh, it, in kind of in the world of of like right wing ideologue, um, like horror which is, I, I don't know if it's going to start becoming a new genre, um, but even like, you know, even in here that somebody distinctly yelled out in the first like 20 minutes of the film, get out. Yeah. And yeah. it was like a beat. There was like a beat before it and a beat after it. And so like, I'm like, okay, I think that this is, I think it has to be a reference to get out. <laughs> oh yeah. Unquestionably yeah. it was. Yeah. <laughs> I think the, uh, this is one of those weird things where I get what they were doing because again it's a Mueller stand-in mm -hmm. yeah but like considering that you have a, a essentially this movie is about a serial killer that targets minorities yeah and the white establishment comes in to save them yeah and that that was like not a great look and again like I know that they're not thinking that hard about it that it's like a, a very surface level like SNL political lampoon of existing figures yeah yeah but it was just one of those things where I was like the more you slaughter like random like minorities just for the sake of being minorities, yeah. the more I'm aware of the fact that the guy with the gun who's coming in to save everybody is like a white dude. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, most certainly. I mean, I, I think uh, um, especially the fact that in this is a little bit in the realm of spoilers, just obviously if you're listening to this, mm-hmm. uh, just giving you a heads up um, is the fact that he like disappears for a while and like wanders around and tells, yeah. tells people and talks to people. And it's just like this weird, there's this weird moment where he's like, I'm going to go make sure that this person's safe um, and you stay right here. I'll call an ambulance. Yeah. And then like, like she's bleeding out. Um, I won't say who she is, but yeah, you know, yeah. there's you'll you'll see once you the first ten fifth once you get ten minutes into the film. Excuse me. Uh, you'll see who she's. There's several uh, women. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, um, <laughs> the fact, <laughs> I mean, just like I think it's like six minutes or something like that in the film. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't even that long. But if it was implied a good amount of time <laughs> that he yeah. disappeared. And yeah. no, no, there's no, there's no ambulance on its way. There's nothing on its way. Yeah. And I'm just like, wait, what? <laughs> I also kind of love is... the fact that the, the, the movie plays fast and loose with time. Like mm-hmm. there's a, there's a thing at the beginning that I think is actually supposed to be a joke, but I honestly couldn't tell if it was a joke or if it was supposed to be that more time lapsed for the, the film than ha- than lapsed for the characters. Mm-hmm. But where uh, the main character, or not the main character, but the killer's, mom uh goes upstairs with the guy she's screwing and like in the time that it takes him to like open the sliding glass door put the mask on pick up a knife uh the sex is over and i'm like is the joke here supposed to be that it's (laughs) a minute and a half to have sex or are we supposed to assume that the like that he was he was you know doing yeah. his serial killer thing for longer than just the the minute that we saw. Yeah, I don't know because I felt like it never felt like there was actually a cut. Yeah. Um like I mean I think there was a cut but it was it was definitely a uh um not one that was supposed to be noticed necessarily like it was just yeah, a yeah. like it was still within the same scene. So yeah, no that that opening uh was quite kind of weird. Um <laughs> never mind it was weird that they were talk the way they're talking to the kid, uh, the implied child, um, throughout the entire thing. <laughs> it's just, yeah. I don't know. It like, um, yeah, it was it was very weird. I don't know how else to talk about it other than just like, <laughs> it's. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think part of it too is that you know we want to look at it from some kind of political place, and you yeah. want like you want to view satire. Mm-hmm as satire and and some of the things in this movie don't actually kind of rise to the level of satire it's basically just referential humor that happens to use political figures instead of yeah yeah Yeah. uh there's there's a lot of stuff in here that like i said is like basically on the level of a sketch comedy show or like a daily show kind of thing where it's like yeah they, they might be trying to say something political but mostly they're just concerned with like making fun of trump's tiny hands or you know what i mean yeah yeah no it's it's all it's all cheap jokes. Um, yeah. It, I mean, thankfully, none of it really rises to any sort of, um, you know. I mean, they're 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 definitely they're cheap jokes, but they're not like the kind of like uh, I was just having this uh, argument with somebody on <laughs> on Twitter, of course. Um, where else does one have arguments in 2018 yeah. um, about like the cheap joke of oh don't you don't have to worry about immigrants coming over the border because they're just gonna all they're doing is you know uh, washing your car and and doing your laundry and things like that where it's yeah. just like no that's actually a cheap joke at the expense of the immigrants um, yeah. but uh, but like it's I think almost everything there's some there's some some humor in it that uh, might be a little weird I mean like 
um, that might be a little edgy or, you know, insensitive to some people. I, I personally didn't, uh, I didn't get it. Uh, but yeah, it's not, there's, there's not like, there definitely could have been a more solid horror film parody horror film type thing here. If they had kind of given a little bit of, (laughs) a little bit of breathing room to the, reference after reference after reference after reference then and then just like any moment that you can just be like have it have a a brown person basically flip off a republican car that drive you know just like there's so many moments in that where it's just like i could have taken you could have taken 25 percent of those moments out and built either just cut them out or built like a story of a a depth to each character a little bit more that would have been nice so that like which is something i think that the the purge films do a little bit yeah. Like, I care more about the characters who are clearly there as, you know, I mean, there's very few white characters once you get past the second film in yeah. mo- in those films that, that are kind of like the good people on the street that are, are trying not to participate in the purge and things like that. Yeah. Um, and you care about them not just because they're, they're uh, what is it, uh, Haitian, um, Muslim, or um, Mexican. Like you care about them because they're human beings um, and you can kind of see through there. Um, Not that the purge is like the get all, all the get out of, uh, you know, of, of amazing writing or anything like that. But uh, um, I do wish there was like, yeah, 20% more depth to any of the characters in this film. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, again, it wasn't a terrible movie at all. I think people, if you, if you liked movies like, uh, you know, again, all those like, uh, teen you know teen movie and scary movie and all that like if you like that kind of movie you're gonna like this um yeah. provided you're not a republican yeah. uh the 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 humor is very much like non-stop yeah. in terms of it's it's just like you said it's it's reference after reference after reference and it's almost like they had to calculate it's like okay how can we make literally every <laughs> single line into yeah. some joke without sacrificing being at least kind of coherent. <laughs> yeah, 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 no. Uh, um, I mean, and they kind of went far, like, um, to to even build in some of the, like, I think some of the character, like, I, obviously they didn't have to have a, a, you know, a white person stand in, but they could have, like, figured out something else where it was just like, we're really dragging to try to make make sure that every single group of people that Donald Trump has gone after is it is is represented here <laughs> like i could have actually done with a little possibly like it, in one example which I, I i i think it's too much of a spoiler to actually say but um like in one example i'm like oh okay we're stretching it a little bit yeah, here. yeah. especially considering the actor who was playing it i i just you know it's just but uh it is it's uh yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh so yeah, it's 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 and again, like it's it's hard to. I mean, it's it's not hard to talk about it without spoiling it because it's just it's literally just a slasher film. Like it's yeah. you know you get your pool of characters at the beginning, you learn like what archetype they are, and then uh, very quickly it it moves into like the people who get killed and the people who don't. I I I do think that part of this was literally just people standing around after the Kathy Griffin thing happened and being like how could we make the whole like bloody Donald Trump mask into a feature film that we could we could have some catharsis with 
Yeah. <laughs> I could certainly see that. Yeah. I mean, there, uh, I mean, there is a handful of, um, like handful of bits, which I kind of appreciate. Like the, um, it was, uh, the Laramago sanatorium, oh, yeah. sanitarium that he was at. Um, there was a really great, um, <laughs> there was a really great uh, um, uh, psycho ripoff. Uh, the uh, when there's a stabbing on the stairs, yeah, um, and one of the characters is like falling backwards, which is a straight uh, yes. psycho ripoff, uh, which I just appreciate as a as a uh, uh, like that's probably still to this day the main horror film of my uh, kind of like that I enjoy of my life. I've probably yeah. still seen that movie more than I've seen almost any. <laughs> <laughs> because in middle school that's all that eugene and Covios ever and i ever watched yeah. um we were we were a little too uh uh <laughs> obsessed <laughs> with that so but yeah yeah that was uh, uh and and that's that's the funny thing is that i feel like the I feel like the filmmakers hampered themselves a little bit by being the like the the exact kind of movie that it is. Yeah. Cuz I almost feel like the people making this clearly like they have something to say, they are thoughtful and they're like competent filmmakers and I feel like yeah. You could you could make a movie that would be a lot less of a pigeonhole. Like at the end of the day, this is not a movie, you know, you look at the purge for instance, and it's like yeah. people who don't agree with the, uh, with Jason Blum's politics or with whoever's writing its politics. Mm -hmm. It doesn't really matter. You can still get them on board because they're grounded in humanity. Yeah. The characters in this movie are all kind of, um, they're archetypes, but they're not just archetypes in the way of like, you know, the, the geek, the princess, the jock and the whatever, like yeah. they are very much, you know, here's your random activist <laughs> archetype. And so you get like, you get again, protracted sequences where um, it's like the Republicans are fucking assholes. Like is the joke. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> I personally find that amusing, but I do like, I, I, and I'm, I'm never the one to say like, you know, you really shouldn't do your art because it might offend, you know, this group of people who are trying to <laughs> exterminate you. Yeah. But I will say that, like, in terms of making a, a film that speaks to as broad an audience as possible and gets your message through, yeah, uh, just just making the butt of the joke, Republicans, and that's yeah. the laugh. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that this is it's. I, I mean, personally, I'm fine with that. Um, they, I mean, I, I'm uh, fine. They, with yeah, it. No, I I mean, but they decided that. I mean, I, 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 in the way that, like, you know, they're just saying, uh, fuck off to fifty percent of the political population, which. Yeah. I think that, you know, I mean, whatever. Um, I think that the moment that they walk in the door where the serial killer is the president um, is, is, you know, it's like once you get past that bit, I'm not quite yeah. sure you're pulling anyone else in. Um, I mean, obviously, I think that the purge has an uncomfortable thing where there is a lot of people who, excuse me, look past the very light amount of politics in, in the purge. Yeah. And kind of just love it as a snuff film. Uh, which is something that I know a lot of people that I've talked to, like, especially like journalists that were at, at Charlottesville or just activists that were, yeah. you know, covering this or that been around this kind of world um, found, especially in the last, the last purge film, they found that uh, to the point that they walked out of the cinema or that they were seriously like kind of fucked up by some of the scenes that were in that film, which I definitely agree that some of the scenes were a little, uh, a little too close to home when it comes to, 
um, you know, Charlottesville, like the burning yeah. of the church uh, scene um, or not just Charlottesville, but just things that have happened. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, like I kind of, there was the, one of the problems is, is that this, you know, I mean, I think that SNL is, is like, right. On, I mean, like that idea of the SNL is right on. I mean, yeah. they're, they're kind of the, I wouldn't even say lefty humor because I think lefty humor in general is, is good. It's smart, but Democrat humor, democratic party humor, <laughs> you know, yeah. like this is stuff, you know, it's like the kind of stuff that like people who are still diehard Hillary Clinton fans will like find like, yeah, it's hashtag resistance humor, you know, yeah, yeah. like where the Krasenstein brothers or whatever the hell their names are on Twitter um, yeah. would find, you know, would, would find hilarious where it's just like, you know, like the, the Putin, like, the like kind of the uh, the gay jokes with Putin and yeah. and Trump, which uh, you know most of the left has been like, yeah, no, that's not really good. No, 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 that's not that's not. I get what you're saying yeah. uh, that they they seem to love each other a little bit too much. Um, but now you're deciding to go in a gay way. I think that this stays mostly away from that. But it's like, yeah, oh yeah, it it's the quantity, not the quality. It's the quantity of the like boom, which which like you know, I mean, I. Like I would have, I would have loved to have seen. I mean, I think that they imply that there's might be a sequel or there might be a world um, mm -hmm. that they're building. Uh, but I mean, like you know, personally, like if I was writing writing this, like I would have been like, okay, so you know what? He's not just the only only one that they're um, that they're that that are potentially going after. Like, guess what? There's some people from ICE that are going after them. Yeah. You know, what I mean, like yeah. I, it's you know, which is again, I mean, like it's something that those ki the the people are actually scared of in this world. Um, and then they have this kind of cartoon figure of yeah. Trump with a literal American flag knife, yeah. um, who's running around after them. But uh, yeah. So I mean, it was it it was a, a fun diversion. It's like an eighty minute movie, and and certainly like like I said, if you like the this kind of genre of movie, if you like the like uh, scary movie slash hot shots kind of movie, <laughs> yeah, uh, I think you'll you'll dig it. Um, those aren't really my kind of humor, which is probably part of why I was lukewarm on it. Yeah. Um, and and again, like. I, I tend to be it's it's funny because I as I've gotten older my my sense of humor has gotten more broad. Yeah. Like uh, you know I love Stand Against Evil which is a show that is just fucking ridiculous. Like yeah. one of the episodes that's coming out uh there there's two episodes this today but there's a third one that's already been released on the internet. Uh, that's next week's episode of Stand Against Evil and that episode it is the kaiju themed episode. And it oh, nice. ends with uh, two guys in suits fighting over like a scale model of the city so that they're <laughs> like, it's a guy in a moth suit and a guy in a monkey suit yeah. fighting as they crush like tiny Willard's mill. Uh, <laughs> nice. And and so like, certainly like the, my like subtle snobby humor is not a, a big part of my whatever anymore. I've, I've gotten a lot yeah. more broad. Yeah. But I, I, for whatever reason, this particular kind of like parody slash whatever doesn't, it doesn't speak to me much. Yeah. And I was kind of hoping that like the Trump of it all and, and like the Halloween, like that taking other things that I kind of enjoy that kind of humor and applying them to this kind of subgenre would, would make it yeah. a little bit more for me, yeah. but it's definitely not. It's And again, like, it's not a bad movie. It's, it's, I, I would say it's pretty much exactly what you expect. 
Like yeah. you look at the movie poster and, and it's like, oh, this is exactly what I expect. Yeah. I, I will say, I will say it was better. I think that, that, that one of the things that helped it is that I expected we've, we've had kind of a, a handful of, um, I'm trying to think of what, I don't even know if we've, I, at least that I've watched a handful of these films that we get um, mm -hmm. from, uh, from different distributors that, uh, you know, usually like it's super genre. Uh, like mm -hmm. no one outside of the horror or sci-fi or whatever yeah. genre is really watching it. The fact that this was, um, it wasn't monster party level, like well-made, um, right. but it was much, much better made than I expected it to be. Um, and, and I think much, even much, which, uh, which is like a low bar, but, um, I think it's much better than, uh, it ne even needed to be, which, yeah. is, which I appreciate, um, <laughs> uh, because like, once you get past the bit, once the bits kind of there, like this, the, like the film doesn't need to do much more. You yeah. have Don, a guy in a Donald Trump mask, like then the jokes kind of to, to an extent, write themselves about what yeah. you're going to say. Obviously they went, you know, they went far and beyond on that. Um, but yeah, um, but the, I, yeah. I, I will say that one thing, uh, there's, there's this line from studio 60 on the sunset strip that always sticks with me, which is they're doing like, they're setting up a sketch and it's like a celebrity jeopardy kind of thing. Yeah. And Tom Cruise is there and there's like a, a thing about psychology. Yeah. And, uh, the, the guy was like, take that down, change it to whatever. Mm -hmm. And he's like, but you know, psychology will get, will get the laugh. Uh, and he goes, yeah, but it's the only laugh you're going to get all night because if Tom Cruise is there, I know all the other jokes. Yeah. And, uh, that this movie did do a pretty good job of avoiding that problem. Yeah. Uh, in terms of, uh, just because we got, you know, most there's not most movies, but a lot of this sort of movies, you would get to the, like the Donald Trump of it all. And then it would be like, well, now I know every joke you're going to tell. And, uh, this this movie, I think, partially averted that just with fucking quantity. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. But but I will give it credit that like you didn't you know 15 minutes in once the Trump thing had run its course and you know you're just into slasher comedy territory, yeah. it didn't become totally worthless. Which you know in the first 10 minutes or so, I was thinking like that that was a distinct possibility that like once you actually get the payoff of the Trump mask. I didn't know whether we would still have anything to say. Oh yeah, no. I mean, what's and 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 I I like the fact that uh, um, I will say the opening, the uh, nice opening twist, which I think this far in it's a it's not really spoilers, it's just things that happen. Um, is that he actually picks up when he's a kid? He picks up the uh, um, Ronald Reagan mask. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, which I which I personally appreciate, which because it you know um, you ha and there's that bit. Um, when he talks briefly to um i'm trying to remember what he was was he the gardener or was he I, whoever like the guy he meets right when he walks out the door um and he has like the the guy leans down and talks to him and kind of talks about how terrible ronald reagan is oh yeah yeah <laughs> and, and i appreciate because like that's that's one thing i i think that um that at least steps a little bit beyond the hashtag resistance, hashtag democratic party, um, kind of level of like political humor, which is yeah. usually Donald Trump is the worst. And every person before him was nowhere near as, as bad. Mm -hmm. Um, so, I mean, I at least appreciate that, like they, they did that. Um, 
I'm trying to think of what the um uh <laughs> the they, they did have they did have like at least a handful of like just so absurd over the top scenes that made me think of clerks the animated series oh yeah uh, like the there's a scene where she has to climb over a wall um yeah. and the wall is not that tall um it's no. just a cement divider wall it's probably like you know maybe 10 foot tall or something like that but she gets out a grappling hook and they cut to this extraordinary wide shot where she's like a little tiny animated figure like climbing up the thing and they're playing i was there were they even playing like la cucaracha or something i, I like, think so yeah it was like the most generic mexican song i mean uh I, well good. that was also paying off a runner from early because like throughout yeah. the throughout the movie there was like you would hear trump in clips in the background yeah and his like his exaggerations about the wall would get bigger and bigger. Yeah, yeah. And like the scene <laughs> immediately before she was like running from the killer in that scene. Yeah. Uh, the scene immediately before that, you could hear him talking about how and all the Mexicans are professional mountain climbers. And, <laughs> and so the, yeah. to me, it was just like to me, I, I, I thought that the joke was that they were paying off the ridiculousness yeah. of the mountain climber line by being yeah. like, no, she actually carries professional mountain climbing gear with her. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> yeah i mean this is a film i would say uh you know get drunk get high get whatever you <laughs> do, and like enjoy it with a handful of friends like mm -hmm. i think that i think that this film definitely would be a lot more enjoyable if you're like there with a bunch of other like lefty friends or whatever yeah, oh, yeah. and trying to i mean this it's a great halloween film um especially with the fact that in a week we have a primary election or not a primary election, a midterm election that kind of decides the future of our country. Um, yep. And so like, I think honestly, that's just like after sitting at home and like what and like reading the more, most, all the horrible things that are happening and everything like that around the world. And like, there's, there's just enough, like, there's just enough fun and not, not, there's a lot of fun in this film, I think, but oh, there's yeah. also, I mean, like, again, if it's like, there's a lot, there's some horror movie tropes that sh the scene with the charades or charades, charades yeah. charades is I think yeah. hilarious because it actually took me a moment to realize I'm like, they're really going extensive on this. Oh shit. And like, I realized yeah. it like half a second before they say what the reference is and you don't even know that they're playing. Charades. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, I just think that they, they did. I wish they did more of that. And yeah. a little less of the continual like things. Like I like the Donald Trump in the background, like in every other scene, and the yeah. fact that they're sitting down to watch the State of the Union and stuff like that. And yeah. um, I think, it, but yeah, it's funny because the the background, the background Trump, and the yeah. like increasing ridiculousness of the background mm -hmm. Trump reminds me of how Terry Moore used to make fun of Clinton in Strangers in Paradise. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there, like it was almost exactly like you would have, th especially during like the 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 impeachment stuff. Uh, it was, I mean, it was very clearly like not anti Clinton per se, but it was just kind of the ridiculousness yeah. of everyday life. Yeah. And you you would get the thing of like, uh, he's being grilled by a senator, and his answer goes way 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 too in depth about <laughs> the breasts that he's denying ever having seen. You know. And, and, and so, uh, it, that, that to me, the, the, the escalating insanity of the Trump kind of news clips, that's how it felt. I was just like, oh yeah, that's like, that's like the, the updated version of Terry Moore doing that in Strangers in Paradise. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the sad thing is I didn't even really notice. There's like one or two that I noticed. I'm like, 
I don't think he ever said that. Um, and then yeah. everything else, I'm like, like I, I was just like, I wasn't even. I think most of it's most of it's real uh, things, just like doing a Donald Trump voice. Yeah. Uh, which um, I'm happy that there wasn't like outside of in the deep background kind of like there's not too many scenes where you're like just listening to that because honestly like I'm I'm really tired of the um, the Donald the bad Donald Trump impersonators like every yeah. time I hear fucking Colbert try to do Donald Trump I want to punch him in the face like <laughs> just because I'm just like, just just don't like just say his words you don't need to. <laughs> You don't need to impersonate him. His words are so fucking ridiculous that like, yeah, <laughs> unless you can do like the Richard, you know what I mean? Like a bad, like even a light Richard Nixon, yeah. like you get the implication, but like, eh, yeah. anyway, but uh, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's to me, I wasn't crazy about it. It's definitely, it's a, it's a, it's a movie that you, you hit it on the head. Like if you're going to watch this, you should watch it like with friends and substances yeah. uh, i think it would be a lot better served to watch it in an audience especially an audience of like-minded people yeah. uh i also think it, it's an interesting movie because in the same way that like fahrenheit 9 11 was doomed at the box office because moore was determined to make it available in time for the election and so he he wrote it as essentially a polemic about the election itself yeah this movie like it takes place a few days before a midterm election. And it's, it's a very, like it's, there's a lot of elements of it that are very specific to like this minute. Like yeah. it's, you know, and again, like it, it almost feels like, uh, it feels like an extended, slightly better shot, slightly higher budget version of like that Tina Fey election special that they did back in 2008. Okay. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, cause it's all jokes that are relevant for the next 10 days and that's basically it. And <laughs> yeah. so it's, it's going to be interesting to see like how this is received and whether it makes any money, because I do feel like in like, no matter who wins or loses the election in yeah. a week and a half, this movie is 60% less relevant and funny than it is now, yeah. you know? Yeah. So it's like you just gotta hope that come in like having a Halloween parody coming out on Halloween a week and a half after the most recent Halloween movie and you know a week before the election, yeah. that all of that's gonna swirl together and make you a really solid opening week of VOD. Yeah, yeah. No, Which okay. it, it's coming out. I'm I'm not gonna publish tonight. I'm gonna do it tomorrow early. So that you know, as you're listening to this, this movie should be available for you to get on video on demand platforms. Yeah. Uh, so you can check it out now. Uh, you can also check out the trailer, obviously, on like YouTube and Fandango and all that kind of stuff, and get because again, I think it's the kind of movie where if you watch the trailer and you think like, "Oh man, this looks really funny," then like it's it's for you. It's it it's exactly like the tone doesn't change throughout the entire movie. So yeah. if you watch two minutes of it and you say, "Oh man, that's great." then you're going to think it's great for 80 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Most certainly. Um, <laughs> I just had a moment where I'm just like, wait a minute. Like, cause I, I looked at the director's name is Richard Lowry yeah. and it took me a moment because I'm like, I know that name. Like, why do I know that name? And looking at his, like his film thing. And I Google it and I forgot that rich Lowry or Richard Lowry is also an, uh, the editor of the national review. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a right wing magazine. Yeah, yeah. Um, and <laughs> and also a um kind of it's not they're they're not exactly in the never Trump kind of world, but they're definitely not like pro Trump. 
Like, yeah, yeah. They're the more, you know, reasonable, uh, you know, races. Um, yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, it's like, no, no, no. We don't want to actually say that Mexicans are rapists. What we do is we do through, uh, 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 you know, a five minute speech. We make you implied that they're all racist and we yeah. never said it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, so for me, probably it's like a uh, like a three out of five kind of movie. Like it's 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 worth watching once. You'll get a few laughs. It definitely like I don't think I'll ever watch it again. But uh, I, I'm not sorry that I did or anything. Yeah, I mean, I, I honestly don't know if I I'd, I'd give it a, a four out of five. Like it, it's definitely it's definitely a C, you know, I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. it's not anything. But I mean, like, it's the same thing. I don't know. It, it feels a lot like a lot of the other films that we've that we've enjoyed that, that aren't really amazing. You know, I mean like Jurassic games and things like that. Yeah. But I'm like yeah. Jurassic games. I, I can't give that film a four out of five, but yeah. it, to give it a two out of five seems not because I enjoyed it. So, yeah. so it's always one of those, like it's hard to actually uh, rate properly rate something like that, which is one of the reasons I think that um, I think that uh, um, the rotten tomato kind of system is kind of terrible mm. in the fact that like, because it doesn't, it bad it not, differentiate. Well, yeah. I mean, just you know, I mean, films. You know, it's like Fast and Furious and stuff like that. Like, I, I even as a film snob, you know, sometimes a film snob or whatever. I fucking love those films. Like, mm. well, I love one, and then two and three. I don't really love, but four and five. It, like, yeah. but like most of those films, I absolutely love and will watch them almost any time. You know, but would I give them above a three out of five? No. They're not, yeah. they're not good films. They're ridiculous and they're terrible, but they're enjoyable. And like, that's something that like those, you know, so many of these scores, it's just, I think most of the reason why I enjoy watching these films and especially mm -hmm. talking about them is because honestly, it, it, it gives a chance to actually talk about the idea that no, because I mean, I like all, you know, there's so many film podcasts out there and film, you know, and discussions and you know, it's the internet. And it's just like, well, if it's not, you know, if it's not art, then it's not good. And or it's not worth watching, and it's just like mm -hmm. no, no, no. I think it's I think there can be both. I think you can yeah. recognize that a film is fucking terrible and still enjoy the hell out of it. I yeah. mean, uh, my top five is Hudson Hawk, so I mean, <laughs> I think uh, the one thing I'll say because I I had this conversation with uh, go again the the showrunner of Stand Against Evil. I was talking to him today, and and we were talking about how the reason that I think uh supergirl works better than legends of tomorrow and the reason that i think in general stand against evil works so well and it's just the idea that like the more seriously you take yourself yeah. the harder it is for other people to take you seriously because yeah. they they just they see that you don't have a sense of humor about you know and i think that might be the one real flaw in this movie for me is that yeah. like it's a really kind of dumb fun goofy movie but it it keeps kind of rebounding back to this place where it's taking itself very seriously and the like the, it's it's literally impossible to watch it and take it seriously and that's oh, not yeah. a, that's not an inherently bad thing but as you watch it and you see how seriously it takes itself in places yeah. you're just kind of like okay guys i i don't know how to feel about this <laughs> uh you know and it's yeah yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, so uh, any any final thoughts before we go to bed? Um, uh, I'll take the message of the final message of this film and uh, make sure you go out and fucking vote.
for fuck's sake, uh, which is something I thoroughly enjoyed uh, as the literally, yeah, yeah. this is the ultimate spoiler, um, is that the last line of the film as, as one of the characters is literally bleeding out from a stab wound and a gunshot wound. And she's like, I have to make a stop first. <laughs> like, it's like, I have to go vote. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which, which I will say the only problem is, is that it's like clearly at like nine o'clock at night and it's on, a, it's on Halloween I'm like it's not necessary that you vote right now, <laughs> but, but but yeah, but uh, yeah. I, like I said, uh, I think it's fun. I think you got to take you know take a little bit of your brain cells out uh, one way or the other, and then just mm -hmm. enjoy it um, because um, I think it's I think it's out. Especially, I mean, you know what? Actually, you know what? I think the best metaphor. If you like the, especially if you like the Adult Swim uh, kind of react like the non-cartoon shows and things like that. I think that you'll really like this. If you like the president show, you'll like yeah. this. Um, you know, any of the parody stuff that usually, and usually that stuff is really not my um, cup of uh, cup of coffee, cup of whiskey. I don't know what, um, <laughs> but uh, um, but this, I, I enjoyed this um, just enough. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I enjoyed it not quite enough but again it wasn't it it wasn't bad it was just kind of the it, it was a thing that like i said i i i thought it was i thought it was fun i thought it was dumb I, i'll probably never watch it again but i don't yeah. regret having like it's not one of that in the first 10 minutes i very much thought i could be like oh and it, this could be a long sit like, yeah i i was i i will say i after i sent you the thing where i'm like oh my this is this is an odd film or this is this is interesting um i i was fully ready because i know you hadn't watched started watching it yet um i was fully ready to just be like don't worry about it yeah, <laughs> like yeah. which we have it. done a couple of times with yeah, some no, of the, the like the the most egregiously like wow of the because again like we 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 like talking about this stuff because we enjoy movies and yeah. even if something's terrible, like sometimes if it's like a big budget movie, that's terrible, you can have fun ripping it up. But yeah. with these movies that are made for, you know, 60 bucks in a dream, I don't have like, it doesn't benefit yeah. anybody to just kind of shit on them to our handful of listeners. Like, I, I don't know, the whole thing just feels like that's overly mean. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll shit happily shit on the, the latest Marvel DC, you know I mean? Like yeah, a, yeah. A, th a film that has no fucking excuses for being bad. Yeah. Um, financially at least. And, and talent wise, like, you know, if you can afford to pull in any actor you want and pull in any director that you want and pull in any script writer, you know I mean? All those things, all those moving yeah. parts. But I mean, clearly this was, I don't think I vaguely recognize two or three people in this film. Um, but uh, I don't think that, I don't know if many of them are, I think that most of them are within, it's kind of like the Jurassic, uh, Jurassic games film uh, yeah. where it's just like, Oh, you can literally watch all of these people were in other direct uh, other other films by the same director and they're clearly yeah. I, you can't tell whether they're like are they actors actors or are they just people who are in the film i will say though everyone in this film solid like oh yeah absolutely. they're delivering their dialogue 100 percent. they all I, i'm pretty sure everyone is at least a professional level actor mm -hmm. and if they're not even the kid uh who was given some of the like more ridiculous lines and things like that even the kid was solid which mm -hmm. i was really surprised um 
And and that's something that like I think that that's like the core of this film is the yeah. fact that if anyone was bad at their act at bad at acting or not delivering their lines and really owning it. Um, but it was clear, like the, you know, the Muslim woman, the, the Mexican would like the rapport was really excellent on everybody. And, uh, like, that's what really like that part of the film, I would give a five, you know, four out of five, four out of five, like, yeah. the, you know, but, uh, but yeah, I will yeah. say, uh, the, the, if you, if you watch this film and you've listened to this entire podcast by now, um, uh, there is, um, uh, uh a comic book, which you're going to fucking love. Um, that does that really well, does this really well called border town. Um, I picked it up and, uh, it's on, I think issue four, probably now three or four now. Uh, and, three is coming out. Oh, I three think is. I, oh, good. I haven't missed Wednesday. it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, it is fucking amazing. Um, it is about a border town and then there's like this kind of like surreal alternative world that are sending, you know, things like chupacabras yeah. around and it deals with issues like it, like there's a, um, an undocumented, um, and it's, and it's not peace. It's not like PC, but it's like, it is politically, it is correct. Like on all that, they, they use words like not illegals unless it's, you know, unless it's in a derogatory, supposed to be in a derogatory way. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, the sort of thing. And, uh, like that comic book, I could go on for ages, but, uh, highly recommend it, especially if you like this sort of like world, um, where, you know, you want to deal with political and social issues, but you want to have enjoy, you know, monsters and, and enjoy yeah. yourself. That's, that's, that's really what I would do. And I have a, an interview with the writer and artist that's going to go up on the same day that the, that number three goes out. So if, oh, you, uh, if, if you're interested in that, then uh, check out the first couple of issues. And then on Wednesday of next week, you can check out uh, comicbook.com where I'll be talking to Eric Esquivel and uh, Ramon Villalobos. Yeah. Uh, and actually, I, I talked to them a long time ago, and it just took me this long to get it transcribed because it was one of those things that came through with a volume of like 0 0.1. Oh, oh, shit. Yeah. They're great on Twitter, too, as you follow them on Twitter. Yeah, I yeah. I'll put it in the show notes because I'll, I'll, I'll probably, like 90%, I'll remember it. Yeah. But uh, all right, uh, Zach, where can people find you on Ye Oldie Internet, speaking of which? <laughs> Uh, you can find me on Twitter at uh, ZD Roberts. Uh, you can also find uh, most of my writing at nationofchange.org and uh, visu.news is my other podcast and also my other kind of like political and entertainment writing site that I, uh, that I work for and own. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh you can find me at Russ Burlingame on most social media platforms. Uh, you can find my writing at comicbook.com. And we are going to give a facelift to the emeraldcityvideo.net page as soon as I can figure out what is the best way to do like a WordPress style blog in, in a relatively affordable way so that we can have it look not like it's just a Podbean page. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, that's going to be in the next couple of weeks because I'm just, I'm really. Uh, I'm getting tired of not being able to just use the like Emerald City EmeraldCityVideo.net when I'm telling people where to find us, and so yeah. since I own it, I'm going to make that a thing uh, very soon. Cool. Uh, so you can follow me or the show through through my Twitter. Uh, the show's Twitter is ECV underscore podcast, and I hope you enjoyed listening. Uh, be back here by noon on the fifth day, and always remember to rewind your cassettes. A, B, E, N.